Hey, welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I am Tim Page Bodorf, and joining me today is fellow consultant and fellow veteran Marine, who just happens to be a real close friend of mine, Derek Ostrom. Derek, welcome back to the podcast, my friend. Oh, it's good to talk to you again, Tim. It's always good to to be hanging out with other Marines. Yeah, no doubt. I appreciate you taking the time. So let's take a moment just to kind of re- rewind and remind everyone of how our story series works. Derek's going to share a story with us. Then we're going to hit that pause button and you discuss the states, the errors, and the critical error reduction techniques or certs. And don't forget the important question of how it could have been worse. So with that all said, Derek, the floor is all yours, good sir. Thanks, Tim. This story, it, it's a prevention type of story. I certainly used my safe start skills in preventing something bad from happening. But this actually happened on our vacation while I was on a cruise. It was actually the first cruise I've ever been on, first and only one so far. But during the trip, we were on the boat and we were lounging around the swimming pool area and just having a good time. It was early in the morning and not a lot of people were there. But what I saw was they have these mats that lay around the pool, these blue rubber mats that prevent slips, trips and falls. Right. It helps you not slipping on the wet, you know, pool area floor and so on. But one of these mats had buckled up and it was a trip hazard. I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, somebody's going to trip and fall on this thing right in front of us. My wife, Lori, she's both, she's in safety like I am. And we both saw it. And I thought, man, I need to do something about this because I don't want to see someone fall right in front of us. It was, you know, we were getting ready to get off the ship tomorrow. And I thought there's, there's gotta be something. I'm not going to wait for someone to trip over this huge tripping hazard. And when I saw it, there was actually a, someone walking. This woman was walking by and carrying a drink, and she was not looking where she was going. I can't remember if she was looking at her phone, but she was walking right towards the the trip hazard. And I jumped up, and it was one that's like 20 foot long. So I had enough time, but I got up quickly enough and went over, and I grabbed the end of the mat and quickly yanked it, which flattened it out and eliminated the trip hazard. She saw what I was doing, but she didn't know that I had pulled the rug. She thought something else, but she was she looked very confused as to why I was pulling on the mat. But I told her, I said, there was a trip hazard. It was buckled up and you were going to trip. And she was so gracious and so very thankful that I did that. Meanwhile, my father-in-law, who's Army veteran, so we're always at each other for being Army and Marines. Uh, he's <laughs> of course. actually a retired uh, police officer from Orlando PD and a detective and homicide. He's seen a lot of, of crazy things in his life, but he was laughing at me and he said, I would have waited for her to trip and fall. Then we could have had a good laugh. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, it would have been a funny laugh, but somebody would have been hurt. And I thought, you know, we're on vacation and sometimes it is good to turn off the work switch when you don't have to be at work, turn off your phone, don't look at your computer or emails. But when it comes to safety, you know, I've been in safety for over 20 years and that switch just doesn't get turned off. And I thought, you know, even on vacation, nobody deserves to get hurt. So I told him, I said, yeah, it would have been hilarious, but what if it was an older person, maybe someone who isn't as agile, who could have tripped and fallen and and gotten hurt maybe broke a bone or something landing on their wrist. 
And he, I could tell he was thinking about it. And then I said, wait a minute, what if Lori, my wife, your daughter tripped over and she fell and he kind of nodded and he said, yeah, I guess you're right. So it was, that was, that was the story. It was kind of interesting how it happened. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that story. Okay. Everybody, the, the listeners specifically, if this is a very specific place for our for you to have your group discussion. So I just want you to center focus in on Derek's father-in-law and of course the young lady that Derek intervened on for her behalf. But don't forget to talk about the certs Derek used and of course how it could have been worse. So Derek and I will be right here when you're done and we'll wrap things up. So go ahead and hit that pause button and we'll be right back with you. Okay, we're back. So, Derek, why don't you go ahead and tell us what cert or certs you used right there at that moment? Well, for me, I think this is an example of self-triggering and not specifically on a state, but hazardous energy or perhaps even a hazardous situation. And then certainly working on habits because I was looking for things that could cause someone else to fall. I mean, I was using the swimming pool, too. And I was walking around that area. And if I had seen it, you know, before a trip could have happened, then certainly working on habits, moving my eyes first before I move my hands, feet, body or car. And then, you know, looking at this, literally looking at others, because I saw, you know, I've seen other people trip and fall before. And, you know, there's been kids running around that pool and and people do have a higher risk of a slip, trip or fall in a pool like area. And so my awareness was a little bit heightened and I was looking for, you know, maybe others and learning from their mistakes. So in that example, I could think of three certs that came to mind. And obviously, like it has so many times, Safe Start helped. Yeah, that's great that you brought that up. Three very specific critical error reduction techniques. And that's amazing that you can get so much out of watching or viewing others. And I'm not suggesting that you were judging her. You were just observing her. And so let's kind of just start with the young lady here. What about states and errors for her? Well, I wasn't in her mind. I don't know exactly what was going on, but watching her walk and holding the drink, and I could see that her eyes were not on where she was walking. Um, I'm going to have to say complacency a bit. We had been on the ship. For several days at this point. She certainly wasn't looking for anything to hurt her. I mean, how would you get hurt on vacation? And perhaps in that moment, you know, maybe excited to get back to her seat. She wasn't thinking about, in my opinion, she probably wasn't thinking about balance or losing her traction or grip or losing, you know, a fall of that type. But, you know, Seeing a trip hazard and removing removing it, whether it's a, a hose laying in the yard or in the garage at home or in the sidewalk where the kids come in and out of the house or at work where there are always multiple trip hazards when we talk about manufacturing. I think anybody who wants to keep themselves and others safe is going to find those and eliminate them. But if I had to say, Tim, I would say complacency was the biggest state that she was dealing with at that time. Yeah, that's good. And a little bit of maybe in mind not on task. Who knows what her mind was off, but you said it right. You're not in her mind, so you couldn't determine that. And it's a great point that you brought up, too. If you see something wrong, then do something about it or say something about it. That's a really good kind of thing for our listeners to take heed. And I tell you, that's one of those great examples that a safety professional can impress upon. But here at Safe Star, we also say if you see something, say something, do something. 
we're all kind of qualified to straighten a rug or mat, I think. Yeah. And based on your story, I mean, <laughs> I, I do it all the time. But if you think you're not qualified, like say you discover a short in a wiring schematic or even an electrical work, I would secure that by locking out the equipment and then contacting maybe the maintenance right away and letting them know. But Derek, let's do it real quickly. Just let's get back to the ship. So how could this situation be worse? Well, the trip hazard was right there. And if she had hit it and went down, she had a drink in her hand. I know the cups are plastic, but if that would have, you know, been something that she had landed on, uh, in addition to landing on the hard floor around the pool, it could have certainly been worse. It could have been broken bones. Like I said, there are folks on cruises that might be a bit older without the the, the re- reflexes or the quick reflexes that we may have when we're younger. So, and depending on how you land and if you had the ability to catch your balance, should you lose your balance, I think that could have ended really bad. And, and again, I know there's a medical on a ship, but who wants to spend vacation, you know, popping pain pills or laying in their bed, waiting to get back home only to go to their own doctor and, and get a cast or surgery or something like that. So we were very lucky that no one had an accident, but boy, it could have happened in a split second. That's true. That's true. Thank you for bringing that point home. All right. So now let's get on to your father-in-law. <laughs> Nice try. I plead the fifth on that one. He might listen to this. <laughs> All right. I got it. Now you're learning. I think young Padawan. <laughs> so Derek, Derek, uh, Derek, personally, thank you. Thank you very much for sharing your story. It allows us all to learn vicariously. And and that mostly comes from other storytellers of vicarious experience or their experiences themselves. So, and also uh, just personally, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, it's It's always a pleasure, Tim. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you bet, man. I would have you over and over and over again. And so thank you also for all of our listeners for joining us today. And on behalf of Derek, myself, and the entire Safe Talk team, for reminding all of us, there is a tremendous advantage of watching out for others. And who knows? You may prevent an accident like Derek did. I'm Tim Page Botter for Safe Talk with Safe Start. Until next time, stay safe, and we'll see you down the road.